Hey, what's up, builders? It's your girl, K. Antoinette, the blogger, and you are now listening to the LBF podcast. This is the first of the series, the Let's Talk series, and uh, I got two of my favorite women in podcasting right now with me today. Go ahead and uh, introduce yourselves for the people. Y'all, y'all already know what it is. Neek and a half. That is Neek Cruz of the Relationship Status Podcast. You might remember her very adorable voice from the Mommy Issues episode part one and two. And then I also have, oh, regular degla, schmegla. Ain't nothing regular <laughs> about me, boo. Nothing. She over here making me feel special. Nothing regular. Right. You know, favorite voices, adorable okay. voice. <laughs> but I do have a, a fan fra- favorite here again, uh, as always, Miss Danny. Shakira, whatever you want to call her, she here, bestie. <laughs> hey, what's up, builders? It's your girl Danny back again for another episode. All right, so I'm gonna keep this short and sweet on the first uh going into it because I feel like a lot of people ask the New Year's resolutions questions, but we gonna just say like, I'm gonna ask like, what what are your hopes for the spring and the fall, and like the rest of the year, spring, fall, summer? I'm sorry, I missed a season in there. I know what I'm asking. Moving forward forward in the year, what are you looking forward to? When it get hot. Um, for me, I hope all this COVID is over. Oh yes. I want to travel. There's so many places I want to go, and right, COVID stops that. I want to travel. I want to go back to the movie theater. I want to be able to just like go places and congregate. Yeah, and see people, and, and I have to people. wear a mask. Right, I might still wear my mask. <laughs> you know? I mean, I'm gonna still wear my mask too, but I'm just like, you know, have an option at least. Yeah. yeah. What about you, uh, Danny? Well, you know, when it get hot, it's my birthday. Dirty, thirty, 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 thirty. Um, I'm looking forward to showing a little bit of skin. And glistening, um, preferably my man, not preferably, <laughs> preferably, prayerfully. God, do you hear me? Are you listening? Preferably, I'll have a man in the summertime. I feel, I feel that, that okay. Hopefully, you know, all of us can say that we have a man. Listen, vacations, we need some vacations. Listen, okay. I'll have a vacation without a babe. Well, that's just a vacation. (laughs) I want a vacation for real, for real. I I can take all kind of vacations. I, you know, I'm all about. Ooh, yeah, you know, love yourself. (laughs) No, not by myself. Not by myself. Oh, okay. Just might not be main babe. Oh, I feel you. Well, I feel you on that. Like, we not gonna call. I'm not gonna really call you babe, but this can still be. A vacation. a vacation. Oh, okay. okay. A no, sneaky link up. I'm not, a little I'm not rendezvous. Going, 
I didn't had enough of the, enough of the 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 the, the, um, the enough of that. <laughs> Look, you, you didn't have enough rendezvous. You ready to settle yeah. down, huh? Yeah, yeah. It's about that time. She didn't tell me before we got on this uh podcast. Tell us something. You you about thirty? Excuse you, ma'am. <laughs> Where you are? You. I'm thirty four. <laughs> Talk about my dating life. Talk about basically, I should be getting ready for some of this stuff. Be prepared and um, open and willing. Um. Am I, I wrong? Say I was. I didn't oh. say you was wrong. Oh, okay. Just said you called mm-hmm. me out. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm gonna call you out. Speaking of rendezvous, uh, y'all done. Y'all listen to hotels, Jasmine Sellers. Yeah. I what are your thoughts? Bits and pieces. Um, she lost. Well, me first of all, what, what tell do y'all relate to the most? Well, you know, I sent you Antoinette because I. You know like, that's mine. Yeah, that's me. I was like, yeah, that was the the other ones. I was like, eh. I guess bits and pieces. I feel like all, every time they share like. It's like which which girl are you or which hoe are you or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I feel like I'm never like one person. Well, no, like I feel like I'm like bits and pieces yeah. of all. So, yeah. And I think that's the the point of it. Like the the album in itself is supposed to be a journey through like you know the processes we go through in a dating mm-hmm. life in a dating world yeah. and like the mindsets we have at those particular points in time. What about you, Nick? Um, I would say. In my feelings, I think it's called. Mm. Um, I can relate to that one a little bit more, but put it down. I've been oh, you talking about the actual songs? Own it, yeah. oh girl. Mm-hmm. Mm. No, be that with it. <laughs> you know, I heard it too. I thought she was gonna was leave Italian. all that in in twenty twenty. No, you leave no. it. I, I was supposed to leave it in 2018 and it came with me so y'all how how have we been like trying to date with covid outside slim to none i have it <laughs> why are you looking but over I, it <laughs> i've tried i haven't i've tried how, i've tried how has that experience been deep Woo. um the first experience it was fun we did virtual everything like we well, what sick. you mean virtual everything whoa hold up okay <laughs> Not an easy girl, whether oh. it's virtual or in person. <laughs> got you, got you. Perfect. But no, we would do um a movie or a stand-up um comedy. Oh, that's yeah, I love stand-up. Mm-hmm. And he would order my food for me and get it sent here. Oh, that's really cute. So nice. we would eat and we'll be on Zoom and we would eat and watch the show. Nice. Mm-hmm. You still dating cool. this person? No, he blocked me. Oh well, what did you do? Nothing. So he just ghosted you? That man married. Right. He married. No, he's not married. He got, I looked a, him up. He got a whole sneaky link somewhere. Um girlfriend, something. And that would have been okay if he had a sneaky link. It would have been no problem with that. But you know. But you could have communicated that. Right. I'm so never mind. Nope. Look, and I can't wait to listen to like y'all. Um I'd have read the Dear Neek. Uh, for the relationship uh, status, girl. I was I, when I read it, I was like, um, <laughs> yeah, I said the same thing. I, I was I did not I, think of I, it I like looked that. at it too late to comment. I was like, well, she might have had already, you know, done what she's supposed to do with the thing. But I wanted to comment, be like, uh, leave whoever that is alone. Yeah, have y'all ever had somebody stand you up like that? No. 
So, yeah. ladies uh, are builders. We're talking about getting stood up for a date. Like, I don't know. Have I ever been? I don't think I've ever been stood up for a date. Have you ever had anybody like moved it? Well, clearly, Neek, <laughs> you have your example. What, what about you, Danny? What? You never had anybody just ghost you for like no reason after. Like, I've been ghosted without like, like we started texting or whatever, and all of a sudden, like, he just kind of ghosted or whatever, but it hasn't been like dating situations. Mm, gotcha. I was just like, you could have just said you didn't want to talk. Like, what what was the point of you giving me your number if you was gonna never mind, whatever? Just just randomly. I think it'd be the challenge. Yeah, to see if they can get you to like be be more involved and interact with them. Mm -hmm. Like I I did this for her. Moving on. So y'all didn't see the news and everything on Twitter and like Instagram. Uh, What do y'all think about? Michael B. Jordan and uh, Lori Harvey. <laughs> Lori stole my man. Girl, he I was my first. <laughs> I blocked him. You Ooh. blocked him? Yeah, I blocked him. We've been in a relationship this long, and I had to find out well. via social media that you was in a relationship with someone else. <sighs> okay, I've been in love well, with Michael um, B. Jordan for a while. On the other end. <laughs> they so the cute. side of things, um, I love it. They they are both. They so pretty. I, I, I like it. I love looking at them. Like I'm a little hurt. You know, I don't want to look at it too hurt. much. Nope, I'm being hurt a little bit when it when it you know came on the internet. I was like, whoa, wait a minute! But I love it. It don't. Look I ain't never seen that man out here cheesing that hard. It don't look real to me. It it don't. But at the same time, it's pretty to look at. Yeah, <laughs> they're two pretty people. Yeah, to look at. But mm-hmm. it just don't seem genuine. Yeah, it's just it's. But I don't think it's a. I don't know. Like I don't know if we're the ones to judge like what looks real and what is. You know, because it's just like we're only seeing what they choose to post, which it mm-hmm. seems like a this lot of true. content. I'm just like I don't think I've ever seen so much Michael B. Jordan in my life. Um, because that's not his personality. It it is not. But you know, you feel like you know. I don't know his personality. <laughs> It's hers, but it's not his personality. It's not oh, his online is. personality, at least. Like, no, he I know. says like he's very private, right? Like, and I'm like, I've, I, I don't think I've ever like seen any like social stuff. I don't follow celebrities like that, but I just like socially, I know he hasn't been like out in the public eye like girl, that. That's my man. I know him like the back of my hand. <laughs> So what do y'all think about the conversation surrounding it? Like a lot of women are praising Lori Harvey and it's polarizing because on the opposite end, a lot of men are feeling away. How do y'all feel about that conversation? Because I feel like it is a bigger conversation about like, what's a hoe? What's a woman who's embracing their, you know, their womanhood? Yeah. Before this, I I will. I mean, I still love her. Um, I think she's dating health, healthy. She's dating the way she's supposed to. They she's, they bring up they did bring up she, uh, people she was know. dating P Diddy and her, his sons. <laughs> but Look, she made the perfect example. Um, I'm old enough to date you and your father. Play with me, so you know. <laughs> but I mean, they probably do that the the females all the time. Like yeah. But we never as, know. Soon as, as the the it's flipped on the other side, then oh she a hoe, oh she ain't supposed to do that, blah 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 blah. Like 
uh, it's just like trying to date get her and her friend which is in like every rap song ever it's like y'all what are y'all talking about <laughs> but she got you and your daddy there's wow that. well i mean i don't mm, i wouldn't do that and i do crazy <laughs> things i, I wouldn't just do to clarify. that yeah but i don't see anything wrong with it like she's dating she's exploring her options and but obviously they didn't care when they both went after her knowing that one or the other dated her first or smashed or whatever with her the reason why and that's why I said I don't feel like it's so genuine I believe it's like and she like might not even giving up no honey pot. She might just yeah. let these men lavish her with attention and gifts and stuff like that. And, and going about, I think her it's attention. Way. Yeah, I think it's a, a an attention boost, and you have to be careful of that. Like when you become a target like that, where mm-hmm. someone just likes you on their arm, because that can get old. Oh, you're talking about like the trophyism. Yeah, like you look pretty. You will be a good look. Um, but I, I think she's actually flipping that and she's doing that on her own. Like she's not allowing men to make her a trophy so much as as she's she allowing these men, <laughs> right, allowing these men to be her trophy. Like I feel right. like she is actually, and that's what makes a lot of people so uncomfortable because she's she's gorgeous. You can't deny she's yes, gorgeous, she right? Is. But she's, she's not allowing pretty. herself to be on just anybody's arm. She's choosing these men in a way that yes. women aren't tar- taught to choose and it's just like mm-hmm. okay and when I get tired of you and we're not compatible I'm gonna move on to the Going next like, the no tears no nothing and then also because a lot of people don't know her personality because she's also even though she posts a lot more pictures like she is on online personality in that way as far as like videos and like knowing who she feeling feeling like you know who she is people don't know because she don't yeah. she don't really be out here like that so I'm just like at the end of the day she dating and yep. if we all just mind our business a little bit, we can start dating healthy too. <laughs> Pretty much. Michael is my man. He is my business. Just throw oh, that I'm out sorry, Nick. Yeah. I hit a nerve again. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm what are your dating it. rules? <laughs> what what are nice? She is in her. Your in panties out that uh, twist you got. <laughs> I'm working on it. That's why I blocked him. I blocked oh, him for six boy. months. Does he know he Not blocked? Six. He know he ain't getting my, you know, my good mornings anymore. Oh, okay. You oh, know, I was talking yeah. to somebody about this the other day and they were like, um, they were like, uh, when a guy doesn't text you like for a couple of days, so you decide that you're not talking to him, but he don't know because he still ain't text you yet. No, they don't and, know nothing. Why do we do that? Like, why do we feel like we hurting somebody who already don't care? Right. You know what? He ain't texting back. I, watch, I don't text him no more. And as soon as he texts you, you cave. You'll be like, hey! Because it was like two weeks later. I'm like, mm, going to let that linger. And when it linger on, because you know when he texts you, you're not going to text him right back because you think it works. A couple of hours. You probably give it a couple of hours and then you text back. Right on. He going to put his phone down and forget to text you back. Okay. Oh, my God. All right. Blocking somebody that was already like not texting and calling and stuff responded to your text like yeah so what are our dating rules for 2021 because i feel like we need to leave some of this uh these games in 2020 well, rules i'm not really in the games i don't know i'm moving I, forward i thought it... about this stuff i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i'm just taking it one day at a time 
okay. You know what? I'm there too. I just take it one day at a time. Uh, so y'all don't but, have anything that um, you are requiring people to come and meet you like at your level. You like. gotta apply pressure. Like you can't just come at me with the bare minimum and thinking that that's yeah. okay. Like no, nah. now nah, you have to date me. You yeah. have to. What does that mean for you? Because I feel like everybody has their own kind of definition. Of it. They do. They do. Um, you actually have to take me out. You have to show me a good time. You have to spend time with me. Um, I'm not you have to pay just attention a, to me. Like, yeah, show me that you really are trying to get to know me. Not, you know, oh, we look good together or we vibe well. Okay, the vibe could be there, but it is still going to be there a month from now. Right. What What's the best date you set up for a man? Ooh. <laughs> well, yeah, both of y'all like that question. <laughs> um, like I actually set up, I planned. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I bought some lingerie. I cooked dinner in it, like something small, not nothing major. Um, I fed him. I massaged his feet. Girl, you touched feet? Yeah. Oh, you, you know I don't mind. I don't mind when you when when it's yours. Why not? <laughs> yeah, um, I gave him a massage. I ran him a bath, um, and you know, we're adults. Yeah, yeah, okay, no, he was pulling out all the stops. Yeah, how to did make he, me feel appreciated? He, I about to say, did he feel appreciated? Did you see like a response that he was a okay? Yeah, he woke up the next morning. He was like, "I really want to thank you. I've never had a girl do that before." Oh, Pinterest. <laughs> not the ideas works. if y'all trying to set up a good date y'all go to pinterest pinterest actually really does have some good stuff I, i'm pretty sure like um because it's such a like creative avenue you can find a lot of like good covid dating tips and stuff up there mm-hmm. probably what about you uh danny <laughs> so you already know i haven't dated a lot of people and they were trash so i don't even know what is your like what would you want to do hold up i'm still thinking (laughs) (laughs) have i ever you want me to go your your last relationship (laughs) honey (laughs) (laughs) Honey. okay 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 um i think i cooked it was like candlelight i had a lingerie and i think before I think I danced for him or whatever. Because, hey. baby, this is your day. Do you know, anything it, you know one thing led to another, but um, yeah. Um, We're adults. Yeah. Um, but what I would want to do, I would want to do some, like, some real dope stuff. Like, tell him to get dressed and meet. Uh, yeah, and, like, yeah. some real that dope would stuff. Be and, nice. and do something like that he's been talking about doing and set that up and, you know. Just be like a real chill vibe for him and just, you know, allow him to be appreciated for once and not have to set up stuff. You know, because I know that the man's coming, coming is going to set up stuff for me. You know, I'm claiming that. But, um, yeah, just to reciprocate the energy. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I like that. Mm-hmm. Ooh, for me, I don't, mm, I got a couple. I'm real, like, <laughs> real well, romantic. Give us some ideas. Um, this one was like a slight it was like a an occasion but it was also like me just like spoiling the person too so i think uh we got i made it a whole day thing so i got up um took 
the person to their favorite place to have breakfast. And then we went to like an amusement park. And then, of course, like later had the lingerie and stuff on and, you know, did the do's. And then Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) another one was, uh, I'm going to tell myself, more recently um, for New Year's, I like had candlelights and stuff, ran a bath, like, and we just like had like our mimosas while we like transitioned into the new year. So that was another one, too. But. I got I got a few of those (laughs) where it's just like like just different little stuff um that you do because sometimes it might not be a whole evening sometimes it might be like like you say you cook in you set up the candles or you have some nice music on you might set up something to rub their feet like yeah a little date I think my next one I want to do a scavenger hunt oh yeah me too oh yeah that sounds cute yeah come and think about the only person that I've been dating for years is Crystal y'all this is so true <laughs> we date each other and when, when the last time we went on a date or when the last time we did our, our feet soaking stuff because sometimes we'll just have the hookah mimosas going but, like you know with, with with our relationship like i'll you know we randomly gift each other stuff or like yeah or i'll you know how i uh did the sticky notes around your house yeah. and stuff like that so you know Oh, well, we date our friends first. I guess I've been like practicing over the years for whenever you definitely got some. Uh, (laughs) look, I think a lot of you just don't think they're good enough to get it because you you romance me, girl. (laughs) I feel loved because I still got them sticky notes up every time I open one of them cameras. I'll be like, oh, (laughs) you know what? My friends to think about it, like, yeah, that's that's who I go on dates with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> every other weekend and I think that's what makes it so hard for like men nowadays too it's like once we understood like we have to love on ourselves and like the women around us it makes mm-hmm. it harder for men to like come mediocre because it's just like dude like you I'm sit here trapping about can uh, right. you can do sir you sit uh-huh. here and you think you want I, I want you up in my house like meanwhile me and my friend we plan to go and have dinner like every other weekend like what are you doing like, or we like, go some, we actually go and do something or do an activity, or she knows yes. how to call me and we can set up something, or even if we're just drinking wine on FaceTime. Like, what are you, what are you doing? You do <laughs> like, my friends are taking me to New Orleans for birthdays. Like, hey. sitting in the house is not it. All right. So, ladies, let's uh, continue to love on ourselves and others and keep making it harder for these men, these mediocre yep. men to get in there. <laughs> That's why our standards are so high. They ain't even high. <laughs> they where exactly they supposed to be. And if you can't meet them, that means you below the standard. That's, that's okay. Um. So how have y'all work lives been so far this year? <sighs> Mine has been stressful. I hate working from home. Why it's been stressful? Working from home. No. <laughs> no, like just the kids are home doing school they need help I can't help because I'm working right it's kind of hard to get dressed I don't want to waste an outfit on the kitchen table trying to keep everybody quiet it's just I like going to work and seeing people 
And it's actually, it's a, it's kind of like a mental boundary too, when you're able to leave your house, your comfort zone and go to a mm-hmm. place of work and then leave work at work and go back to your place of peace. Like mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are struggling. I know I definitely was struggling when we first started, like I was breaking my computer home and I just couldn't, like I would open my computer up, just stare at a blank screen. Cause I'm just like, I can't focus on doing work. Like I'm not programmed to do work here. Like. <laughs> So I, I I'm I hope it gets better. You find something that works for you because I, I understand that being a struggle. Oh, I yeah, I just um I decided to work here at my mom's and go home. <laughs> so at least you said you you have to leave for it and then that makes mm-hmm. sense. Having that, that location where you can still go. Okay. Yeah. What about you, Danny? Well, um I'm I've in a transition since the new year has come in so um the close of the uh, 2020 was a close of me working for somebody so started off 2021 as a business owner full-time working for myself hey entrepreneur hey. yes mm-hmm. so um I'm still kind of in transition but I love it um I love making my own schedule I love having more time for my son having more time for myself, being able to get stuff done in the house, being able to get home before it gets dark outside. Like it's at three. <laughs> it's just been a blessing. So yeah, I'm 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 loving it right now. Yeah. Um for me at first, like you know how like everybody be in a frenzy at the first of the year it's like everything gotta get done because y'all took so much time off for the holidays and mm-hmm. they want to have a fresh start. I hate that. I hate it with a passion. I hate it. I hate it. Like, you're not just going to take me from zero to 100. Like, just right. because you feel like the new year is in and we about to just, we got so much to do, so much to do. But this year, COVID said, got that ass. And we had to still, like, kind of ease into. <laughs> we still had to ease into the new year. So, it's actually, like, because um, I have a lot of anxiety around New Year's. Um, That's something I don't talk about enough. But... I have a lot of anxiety when the new year comes in just because of the way that we do treat new year sometimes about, you know, everything is urgent. Everything has to be Mm -hmm. immediate. Everything has to get done. And it's just like, I give me a minute. Um, But this one, bless, you know, I know COVID is, is not a blessing in some ways, but in other ways it, it has allowed us to slow down and to Mm -hmm. take our time with a lot of things, even transitioning into a new year. So it's been good for me over here because I was just like, yeah, y'all thought y'all was gonna come in here full speed and y'all y'all had to pump them brakes. Right. <laughs> um, how do you see work going for you for the rest of the year? Like, do you feel like it'll get better? Like, or like, are you ready to go back to like regular schedules when stuff starts getting like picking back up once COVID is possibly over at some point this year? Um, me, yeah. I can't wait. Like I said, I hate working from home. I hate, I'm, I like getting out, mm-hmm. getting out of the house in general. I like being around different people. I like talking to people. I like meeting new people. And that's what I do at work. Um, I'll go have lunch with the manager in another department. Um, and I look at that as like networking to me. Right. So, like, it's kind of hard doing stuff like that at 
home because people can't see your face. They can't see your expressions. They don't know who you are. You, I am somebody they're like what? Especially if they don't have a lot of work to do. Like I ain't even at my computer. What you want? <laughs> so it's, it's kind of difficult to run into people and meet people and find out how other departments work when you don't have that face-to-face interaction with them. So I'm definitely ready to transition back into the workplace. Um, but I mean, on the upside, working from home is good because like Danny said, um, it gets dark and I don't get up until seven. So walking in that dark alley, mm-hmm. it can be scary. <laughs> so like, yeah, I don't miss that. I like being home when I clock out, clock out but I mean... I also like getting dressed and, you know, hey, y'all. <laughs> Happy for y'all. Bye, y'all. And see, like, I'm the type of person that comes to work and buys everybody coffee. Like, here, this is what I stopped by Krispy Kreme. I thought I'm that, I'm that co-worker that's happy every morning. Oh, so. see, I'm not happy every morning. You might get one Ooh. week. I might come in with Krispy Kreme one day and next week. Don't talk to me because I'm not a morning mm. person. <laughs> if I don't talk, they know something's I'm wrong. I'm going to give you that look. Like, we have to have an understanding. Like, give me an hour and then I'll come talk to you. Oh, my coworkers know. They know. You cannot just come to me full force in the, early in the morning. Like, you got to give me a warm-up time. You know how to, you got to warm up your vehicle in the winter mm-hmm. time? That's me. Mm-hmm. You got a, a, a slight delay. It don't matter if it's winter or not. <laughs> like, give me a minute. Give me a minute. That's just your. Oh, hold up. Are y'all introverts? Yeah. Yeah. I Makes am. sense. It's just your anxiety. <laughs> That's why it takes it takes you a little bit to. You're used to being by yourself, and you like being by yourself. So therefore, human interaction is exhausting. Don't feel like it. Yeah, it's draining. Yeah. yeah. I took a class on that. <laughs> yeah i mean now, don't get me wrong because uh, as an introvert i do still need uh to feed off energy too because i'm mm-hmm. also an empath right as long as it's positive energy i do need to recharge my battery and sometimes i can't do it on my own so i need to interact with people right we need to have mm-hmm. other human interaction but some people come full force early in the morning and it's just like i'm gonna interact with you later in the day i just don't need you like at my desk saying good morning and like wanting to have a whole conversation because i'm gonna just be looking at you Cause I'm not, I'm not a morning person. <laughs> you talk when you, when you're ready. Right. Just listen. <laughs> um, for me, I feel like, um, this year is going to be an interesting transition. I am going to be coming out of one role in my job and co- going into whatever career I choose. Um, more than likely going back to school, uh, for massage therapy. And then directly after that, working on my master's for counseling again, so, um, it's going to be some interesting changes to my work life balance and my schedule. Hopefully they're going to be great changes, but you know, we'll see how that plays out. Speaking good things into existence and hope that paycheck don't take no hit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, um, I don't know. Let's, uh, let's, let's get into some TV shows. You said you want to talk about the bachelor and I feel like, cause I don't really watch the bachelor like that. Either this is so you guys, I don't watch TV. TV. It's fine because we the concepts we'll talk about are going to be relatable (laughs) because Bridgerton is relatable, (laughs) very relatable, very. Um, The Bachelor. I do know that they have well, they have a African American Bachelor, but I've seen the controversy around the fact that 
when it comes to a lot of the black men they choose for the shows like The Bachelor, that they choose a lot of Caucasian women or non-black women. And then the contestant usually goes with a woman who isn't of their same race, being, you know, black or African-American, however you want to say it. Um, What are your thoughts? Well, I mean, I expected it when they announced that they had a black bachelor. I figured this was a man that never dated black women. Mm. And if you've never dated black women, then I mean, I just I'm sorry you never had experience. But I mean, you're not it's not somebody you're going to look at. Mm-hmm. It's not somebody you're really going to give a chance to. Um you're going to kind of go with the stereotype in your head. Like every stereotype is going to come out. If she gets mad and she gets loud and it's like, Oh yeah, they said black girls are like that. Do y'all feel like that's a thing in entertainment? I feel like, you know, we have this conversation every so often when something kind of like as a, as a, as a social group, you know what I'm saying? Social media, whatever. We have this conversation every so often, but do y'all think it is a thing? Cause you'll see the pictures floating around with, you know, prominent people and they have, wives who aren't you know black and then you have then let's not even get started on the colorism part of it so like do y'all think that is some truth to the fact that once men get successful or once they have a certain status Mm -hmm. that they don't go for black women yeah yeah okay definitely he wouldn't be on if he wasn't as successful as he was he wouldn't have been on a bachelor because mm. it's a privilege for him to even be on a bachelor because of where he is. The right. bachelor before him was a farmer. A white man was a farmer. A farmer. <laughs> a farmer. A, a farmer. I mean, not saying farmers make money. They, they um, make bread. <laughs> yeah, they make money, but he wouldn't be able to come on there and say, I'm a farmer. Right. A black farmer. Right. Like, they're not going to, you know, say, oh, yeah, you're going to be a perfect catch. No, because they know, okay, his background is he's grown up around mostly white people. Um, I can't remember what they say he did for a living, like in stock or something like that. They need to um, make a hood bachelor. Ex- we did. We had one. Then, what, we had the, one. Really? Flavor of love. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know did they do a I Love New York special uh, recently? Did they? I think no. they did. I know Chance. Um, Chance has a new show out. Again, mm-hmm. he has a transgender woman on there too. Really? Mm-hmm. I thought I was gonna subscribe and watch it, but um. yeah, I'm pretty sure they did a I Love New York special, and they brought back a lot of the old, like, um, I guess you call them contestants. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, would y'all ever do a show like The Bachelor or like The Bachelorette? I'm good. <laughs> Nah, have y'all tried it. dating apps like how i feel like that's like the tinder. miniature version tinder and I, it was a no why was I, it a no <laughs> come on now i know you know i know but I, the people don't know i'm, I'm trying I don't to know ar- i'm trying to articulate it correctly um without cursing <laughs> yeah pretty much because i that's what i want to do but um <laughs> it was I, it wasn't all trash but you know, with social media and date apps, you can put like your best self out there. Mm. You can put, you know, all your, all your great attributes. You can put all that out there and it looks really, really good. 
So when you swipe right and then you start talking to the person and you're like, what the <laughs> hell? <laughs> I say for you. And it's just all the people that I swipe right on, I was just like, I should have swiped left. Like <laughs> <laughs> it was just a no, like, you know. One dude from the beginning, like, was trying to get me to come over. I was like, I, I was like, sir, you are a stranger. Like, how am I just? We just exchanged numbers. How, you already want me to come to your house? Like, stranger danger, stranger what? danger. It was, it was just, it was a no for me. I was just like, I can't. I'm good. I, it's, I was basically meeting the same people that I meet on Facebook, but just, yeah. you know, on Tinder, basically. I um I haven't done it in years. Um I don't even know if y'all remember this. Um the Yahoo personals. No, no, I don't remember. Yeah. I um I met it it was pretty much like what's called Tinder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um it was somewhat like that. You didn't swipe left or right. You kind of put in your zip code and you found um, you know, putting your interests and in things you like to do and, you know, if you prefer a man or a woman um, and it'll like bring up the best matches in your area. But you would just end up with the same people that you're on Black Planet with, I'll say, because not Black Planet. Planet. Yeah, I'm 34. <laughs> yeah, the MySpace <laughs> error. There you go. There you go. But um, that's but I will say I did I did meet somebody that I still talk to to this day. We are really good friends. He's actually one of my um daughter's godfathers. We're really close. I mean, your face just kind of lit up. You sure? He's right. No, like he's really he's really uh, uh no he's he's engaged. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. he's just a really no. Like whenever I tell people that story, they always assume that like you met him online. Yeah two teenagers well we weren't teenagers we were grown by then but two people who were young met each other online and yahoo personals do you think that uh you can have like real relationships from meeting like someone online i know a lot of people still have like struggled with the concept that you can have something genuine through like a tinder or a bumble or something like that i think you could because it's just like meeting people on the street you still have to get to know them. You still have to go out with them, spend time with them to know who they are for real. Um, a person can approach you and show you anything. They can take you out on a few dates and show you anything. But, you know, once you spend time with them, you're around them more, you start to see who they really are. So mm-hmm. regardless if you meet them in a club or at Walmart <laughs> or at Target or anywhere right. or online, uh, so I think we talked about this one time before. So me and uh, uh, Danny, we got on Tinder as a dare for her birthday last year. <laughs> and we were only on it for what, a couple, not even a whole two weeks, I don't think. Um, but we met some people. Now, the thing that irritates me <laughs> with the whole dating app thing is if you're not ready to date. Why are you up there? Don't be on dating apps again. If you are not ready to date, don't be on dating apps. Because guess what? Some people use dating apps for. To actually date. To actually find somebody to date. So I had I, I, I had some good experience for the most part where I, you know, met some men or whatever. 
but I did, you know, meet this one guy through the avenue of Tinder roundabout. And uh, yeah, ran into the situation where the person realized I didn't want to date. And I'm just like, but you met me through a dating, a dating app. app. <laughs> So yeah, that like, makes sense. Yeah, that yeah. I how what else? Where else did I think this was gonna go? <laughs> like, okay, whatever. Now, back in the days, they did have a website. I'm gonna look it up after this to see if it's still there. But it was a hookup website mm. just for hookups. Just for hookups. Um, it was called BootyCall.com. Oh, well, I mean, it was a just put it out there. You gotta put the www.bootycall.com. Com. Yep. Um, you had to make a profile, what you like, what you didn't like, what you prefer, what you didn't prefer. And is booties a requirement? <laughs> it was like a booty call, like you know, a little sneaky link. You can find you one. It, hey, what's up? How you doing? Wanna sneak you I don't want to link up. Requirement. <laughs> Look, I ain't got no booty. <laughs> can I get a waiver? <laughs> You have a booty, it may not be that big, but it's oh girl, I'm I'm yeah. kidding. I got a little hey now. Don't don't make me twerking here. Um oh god. So <laughs> um damn, I've got my next question. That's what you get. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Nothing. Go ahead. Anyway, I really did forget what I was about to say. Okay, so what my next one is uh Bridgerton. Let's go ahead and start talking about that show. So, Kira, I know you haven't watched it. Mm-mm. She don't watch Why? TV. Oh, yeah, she doesn't, she really TV. doesn't watch TV like that. So, me, you, and Neek. I mean, me, me, you, Neek. <laughs> <laughs> what were your thoughts when you first watched? Because, okay, so I'll, I'll share, like, how I started watching it. I saw, I was on Twitter, and I saw everybody start talking about it. And I'm like, what are these people talking about? And then I saw black people in like a cologne not colonial but like um Victorian, Victorian, Victorian style clothes and I was like they slaves and so <laughs> that's kind of what piqued my interest I was like I guess mine I too go look at this I see black people look like they got some kind of status you know and something that I would now be watch and watching and so I was not prepared I was not adequately prepared for the content so what were your first thoughts? Like, did you know what you were getting yourself into? Um, ooh, I didn't. I really didn't. Um, I saw people talking about it, but they weren't going in great detail on what it was about. And I kept passing it. Like, mm, I'm not, yeah. I don't really like shows like that. But someone was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's by um, Shonda. Shonda. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, okay. Okay. She got me. I, I, I'll try an episode or two. In that first episode, oh, dude, I can't even remember. The first, I binge watched it all Duke. in one day. Our the day in Duke. The yeah, I watched it in a day. That Duke, the that Duke. what kept me back. That's what came me. Come back the second episode, um, and then from there, I, I liked just the whole thing about it was I like the modern music. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I love that yeah. I, I love they did that. So it's like it's it's something you can remember. Yeah, it's something you be like, oh, okay, I could. And it sets it apart. I yeah, I could have did that back then, but um, it made me realize why we have this 
this view on how women should carry themselves. Mm-hmm. What do you mean by that? Um, okay. So if you were not, uh, I'll call it a lady in waiting because you were wait, you was waiting to get picked. Mm, a pick me. Um, yeah, a pick me. You had to be covered. You see all her sisters were covered. Every woman that was either widow. Yeah. Like if she didn't have a husband any mm-hmm. longer or if they were not ready to be picked, they were covered. Mm. But if they were ruined or they were married or get are looking to get married, mm-hmm. their cleavage was out. Hey, had a cleavage out, girl. You got to yeah. get picked some kind of way. So I was like, okay. And they couldn't kiss anyone. Like, you don't even know if they can kiss. I can't try it out. Like, I don't listen. I, I might be one of them little hussies uh, <laughs> back in the day. I was just like. <laughs> but once you do that, you're ruined. Like no man and that, is going and that to was marry the thing. you, and I, and I liked how she incorporated that that truth telling about the journey of womanhood in a time period like mm-hmm. that into the story. Um, and and granted, it is a lot of sex in the in the in the um, in the series, but sex is not the focal point. I, I don't mm-hmm. think that people should think like sex is just why you keep coming back. No. You come back because the whole story feels real. Yeah, and now, the sex is a part of the story, and it is a huge part of it. Ciao, I, I was like, girl, talk to your kids about sex. What happens? I said, no, we were in a, that bad, you know, by, by the what third grade, little fat, faster kids was telling me what sex was. <laughs> How to have a baby, I still had some kind of innocence about me, so I knew a little something, but I was like, I, I, I'm imagining it. That's probably how it was for a lot of women who who had these experiences where they had to be so chaste and then by the time they get to their husbands because they're supposed to wait for the husband right by the time they get to their husbands how are they supposed to know like what's right what's wrong mm-hmm. how the it's supposed to function they were just there for their husbands like i'm just uh i'm something you i'll say it was like an option like they not an option an object mm-hmm. um you were something to have on my arm and you were something to bear my children. All right. But what I liked about her and Daphne and the Duke is when he calmly asked her, did you do what I asked you? Did you do what oh, I asked you? Child. Like he walked her through, like he didn't through her know. first sexual experiences. Relax. Heal and embrace a better you. Spa Danny offers quality yet affordable massages customized just for you. Let Danny create a space for you to hit the pause button. Who doesn't need that at the start of 2021? Why not start today? You can call or text at 843 687 2079. That's 843 687 2079. You can also message her on her business page at spadanny underscore on Instagram or follow her on Facebook at spadanny LLC. You can also book online at spadannyexperience.com. That's spadannyexperience.com. Treat yourself, be good to yourself, and let 2021 be a whole vibe. 
Like, he was calm. It wasn't rushed. It was, you know... Hey, okay, calm, calm down, me. <laughs> now, in the oh overall... <laughs> right. Child, you got to be prepared to watch that show. Okay, because I, so I, I was supposed to be doing I'm some not. work. See, I was not. supposed to be doing some work. I put their computer to the side. I said, they're having the sex. <laughs> And I mean, having having said, I mean this. Them people that I said, them people ain't acting. But uh. but now, this I have a question. Uh-huh. So when she found out, because she didn't understand why he said he he didn't want kids, um, well he couldn't give her kids. That's mm-hmm. what he said. When she found out how kids were made, do you feel like it was wrong for her to not move? No. Listen, I'm not I'm not someone who's not who's readily vindictive, right? Mm-hmm. But him understanding that she didn't even this is somebody who didn't even know how to touch themselves sexually. Did the, the concept of sex was so past far past her mind, she had never thought about it, right? So she's experiencing her first everything with you. Mm-hmm. Right? Um you knew that she didn't understand or he knew. She didn't understand, like that. What but she also saying. knew. She also knew that he couldn't give her kids. Like he said, I couldn't. Can't couldn't is not the same and, as won't. And, won't. and that's what it she said. True. Couldn't and won't are two different things. Couldn't means I can do the act that takes us, you know, to getting yeah. kids. But something's wrong where I literally cannot mm-hmm. give that to you. He was making a choice every time he chose to pull mm-hmm. out. That's not the same. So yeah. I don't feel like she was wrong. She was making her point. She looked him dead <laughs> in his face when she did it. And I, and then she got up and she was like, you ain't going to get another piece of this. And I don't blame her. I honestly think she should have had a conversation with him. I but think communication. She, but she had to see for there. herself. I, I I get what you're saying, but in that moment, I, I'm not mm-hmm. going to sit there and judge the character. I mean, granted, but as women and as people, mm-hmm. I think sometimes even I can be like, okay, I think I, I, I think I'm upset because I feel like somebody's betrayed me, right? But mm-hmm. you need that proof for yourself to know for sure. And so that her being on him like that, that was her proof. It wasn't like she was trying to be totally vindictive she just needed to know she needed to know yeah. because you know what I'm saying so she once he released or whatever and she mm-hmm. you realize like wait a minute this whole time like this is true like this true. is how it yeah. works yeah. that was her proof I don't think she was wrong I just think she could have went a different route Child um, me. <laughs> he wasn't gonna he leave was, he was he wasn't gonna wrong leave. he I, was wrong yeah, <laughs> yeah he was <sighs> I can't say he was wrong because he was upfront, but I don't believe it was just a whole lack of communication from beginning to end. Or omission is still the same as a lie. True. He well, knew that she didn't understand the whole function of it. And so he took advantage of that to make sure that he wouldn't get in a spot where he had to choose between her and this this baby. whole, you know, yeah. you know, concept in his mind that he had uh this oath that he had pledged to himself. But I don't think, because going into it, yeah, you can say he probably knew, but they didn't know each other that well. He knew she had no sex. He knew she knew what sex was like that. He knew she didn't know what sex was like that. But he didn't know the conversations that her mother did not have with her. 
He just knew that she never experienced sex. So going into that, and even even before the sex, when they were um, on their honeymoons and they planned to stay in separate rooms, they didn't even know they were both on the same page as wanting to be together, mm-hmm. you know, and actually caring about each other, actually loving each other. They did not know that they were both on the, he didn't know that this is what she really wanted to do, that she wasn't just doing this just so she wouldn't be considered ruined. Is that what's wrong with love now? Is like, we have a lot of miscommunication. We're assuming we know what the per- other person's intentions and motives are, and then we yes. don't communicate it. And it's a miss, I want to say misuse of certain words, but it's misunderstanding certain wording. Like you said, he said, you know, I, I can't give you kids. And I know that's what you want. And she took it as you couldn't have, not you don't want to give me kids. Because nobody's going to think like you, and I ain't trying to be a, I'm not ruining the series, but nobody's going to think that, you know what I'm saying? I don't fault her for assuming because it wasn't an assumption. She went off his words, couldn't. Mm -hmm. It's very definite. It's very final. It's very, you know what I'm saying? I can't. Literally, I can't, right? You can't do something that means whatever. It's not the same as, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not the same as him making that choice. And he had a choice in it. And I think that's why she got so angry. And that's why she was justified in her anger. And she was justified in getting her proof to know for sure. Like, okay, so you can. You know what I'm saying? And so from there, that's when she decided to disengage. And granted, you know, you know, the series goes on. But yeah, I I think miscommunication plays a part too but I think we we gotta it's beyond words it's it's like when we intentionally say things that we know have a different meaning behind them without telling people what that different meaning is and he knew he had a different meaning for couldn't because <laughs> he yeah. was still making a choice right mm-hmm. um, I think he should have been the, honest with her though yeah on the grid like I love the black representation but like do you feel like people have a right to be upset that she keeps casting interracial relationships um I don't see where the upset because I, I believe and I'm probably uh, Olivia Pope know how to get away with murder but they said she she humped everybody so yeah well what i noticed well what i like about this for one is i i i like the fact that it's not someone playing second mm-hmm. because she she does have the tendency to write a lot of side chick roles, oh yeah yeah like with gray's anatomy and scandal scandal so yeah. Um, I like the fact that this was just two individuals that fell in love, but I like the concept that no one's looking at color. No one's looking at color. And I like it because it makes it like we're all, we're all in the same. I'm just as powerful as you are, are, or Mm -hmm. I'm even more powerful than you are. And it's not a matter of whether or not it's, yeah, it's, it's refreshing to look at something just being because you would never put us in that time period because in that time period we would you know in some other regions be slaves and i think that's mm-hmm. what's refreshing because i do like reading books from that time period and i do also like watching shows from that time period but for the longest you never saw black people in those roles and so mm-hmm. 
to see it, it is. I, I do love it. And they mention race, but they don't make it the focal point point yeah. of it. They mention the fact that they got to that status and they're trying to keep mm-hmm. that status because it is rare, but they don't they don't harp on it. Yeah. And so it makes it a more natural story and you can focus on the love story behind it and the, yeah. you know, the people and the personal journey behind it, you know, without the race being a, a big major part. It feels realistic. Yeah. It feels more realistic because if it would have been, if it would have been a, an all black cast, it would have felt like we did this on purpose. Like, I don't I, I don't even know how to explain that. Like well, I don't think but like some it's people... not that it's not unbelievable, mm-hmm. but it's like okay, so this was still in a time where we were separated. Right. So overall you don't think that like you're good with the the relationships that she chooses to portray. As I do mm-hmm. I, it doesn't bother me so much, but I I can't say like it's just the it's the same thing people say about um what's that do? Kenya Barris. It's the same thing they say about a lot of his shows where it's just like he's always uh, having a stereotypical family where it's just like you never have any dark people in your family. They're always light representing black. And so I'm just like, I, I can understand why people are just like, all right, if you ha- if you make one more show <laughs> with another interracial couple or if you make one more show where you got all beige people and you ain't got no dark chocolate in there like then we're gonna feel some type of way so I I mean representation matters um Mm -hmm. and I think that goes on every front that doesn't mean you want an all-black cast I think I think Mm -hmm. just sometimes you you want to see people um that look more like you in in roles you know that are different Mm -hmm. you know so in the, in that are that are sometimes the same, sometimes representative of what you might be going through in life as well. So moving on, how what were y'all doing when the Capitol got seized? I was working, but I was watching. Working probably. What were y'all thoughts? Like, cause I I I wasn't watching. I didn't know anything about it. I had a friend hit me up and DM me on uh, Instagram, and it was like, yo, cause I think I was doing some other stuff, and he was like, yo. You see what's going on right now? I was like, what are you talking about? So my ghetto self, I go to Twitter <laughs> for my news. <laughs> because I know it's news clips and you can click links mm-hmm. and everything like that. So I went there for the highlights and then researched from there. And I was just like, are you kidding me? Like, what? wait, what? What? <laughs> and it happened a day after Georgia won their elections, which, you know. Um, shush. It was, ah, excuse my language. It was like, wow, some white people shit. <laughs> you ain't got to whisper it, girl. <laughs> uh, it's, first of all, we wouldn't do that. Girl, we first of all, we do couldn't that. do that. <laughs> talking about we. But it was just like the entitlement, the privilege that you felt. The caucasity. That. <laughs> It was okay for you because you were upset that it didn't go your way, that you were going to storm the Capitol. You were going to take over the government. You felt that high on your pedestal that you felt like you could just make something change. You can make people change their mind. 
Oh yeah, they did. It's this like, it's their country. It's not anybody else's but theirs. What are you talking about? That if that was the for anybody that ever said what is white privilege, that was the perfect, the perfect example of white privilege and entitlement. We would not even make, have made it to beyond the gate to the steps. Nothing like the national guard. <laughs> was dispersed just for a peaceful protest and those people still got terrorized by the police in those areas Mm -hmm. and antagonized and bruised and injured just for peacefully protesting so we know we already know that it wasn't going to you know look the same I think what makes me angry a lot is the fact the response to it at first. Now on CNN, you can turn it on any time of the day and you can see like they're charging different people and different people mm-hmm. are like, you know, having to appear in court and stuff like that. But these are the same people that have been released to their families. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy that y'all saw that had like the horns and stuff up there, they mm-hmm. released him to his mom and his mom was, or, no, they didn't release him to his mom. No, he hasn't been released yet. He, he hasn't had been released eat. yet, but he was, he was talking to his mom and saying that, you know, he isn't eating because they don't have the kind of food that he likes. You're in jail, sir. Like, you and a judge, up. a judge, um, granted him. Are you serious? Yes, ma'am. And so it's, it's stuff like this. It's just like, now, meanwhile, y'all arrested. Uh, it, it, the FBI being on Twitter and asking for our help and, and identifying these people that didn't have on masks. Do your job because you can catch but, me with my mask on. But any given day, y'all done arrested 50, 60, however many Black Lives Matter activists and protesters just for speaking out about the crimes committed against African Americans. But y'all need our help doing your goddamn job. And for something that was clear and blatant you got people in there with zip ties people with they they smiling at the camera and they had a what was it um what is it called a, a noose a loose a noose a noose yeah they were gonna hang them like you were gonna hang the vice president because he didn't do what you want him to do you put a threat on the vice president's life and you got released to your family. Where do we go from here? Well, obviously, <laughs> we see that, you know, who we need to fear. Because <laughs> what, what, first of all, what, what were your thoughts, Kier? Come on back in this conversation. I know you couldn't uh, talk about Bridgerton, but... <laughs> I mean, I've been talking. I, I said, you know, we wouldn't have made it past the steps. But I was just like... I, well, I'm not really on social media right now, but like I pop in and out and I was just like, this is some <laughs> ratchet <laughs> white people stuff. I was ratchet. Just like, what, you climbing up walls, falling off the no walls. People was falling. <laughs> like, and you still mad. I'm just like, that should have made you want to go home after you done fell fell off the wall. Like you, you want to go home, you don't embarrass hurts. yourself. Like, but you doing all this for what though? Like, what are you I'm, mad about? What are you? What? What are I'm you so mad confused. about? I am so confused. Like, and I've even asked, like, what? What are you upset about? Is that what Y'all stole the election? It's been proven that the election was not 
stolen or a fraud. Oh, Child, even if it was, y'all stole it in 2016. So at this point, y'all told us to get I over mean, it. Well, I'm like, for you to take your own advice. Y'all, y'all had y'all time. Like, just go sit in the corner at this point. Yeah. Like, there's always going to be another election four years from now. And I'm going to just need for us not to make keep making these same mistakes. And, but this is what happens when America doesn't deal with its race issues and it keeps mm-hmm. sweeping shit under the rug. You're going to keep having like to dig that shit back up. Back like it's not... Like, yeah. you still going to have to deal with it. And, it, it. and this is the ugly side of it. We created this monster. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we did. We created this monster because we never dealt with this race issue. We never dealt with this classist issue. We never de- dealt with this capitalistic issue. And mm-hmm. so when you keep not dealing with something, we know that in our personal lives, when you don't deal with something, that don't mean it go away. It's going to come back harder. So this is just a societal level of, you know, being an example of that. And it's just like people and i hear it saying over over and over again i'm gonna say it on the lbf podcast they talking about some this is not the america we know we are building to this since when we've always known this is america and this what the song says yep exactly what it is yeah. and so until we decide that we want to be better and we push for being better this is who we're going to be because it's who we've always been but it's not even a a thing about we because we as black people. Oh, I ain't talking about come come on, oh, now. come on. Now. I, I but say- but but I'm talking about as America and as a whole, right? We are a nation, mm-hmm. and so as a nation, they always say this is not who we are as a people overall. No, this is who we are. This is a part of this who is who we are. We, are. we just right? need to grow from. And that. if you want to love this country, if you want to really love this country, you got to be honest about the good and the bad. All right, that is true. So don't sit there and be like, "This ain't it." No, no, this is. Yeah, this is our it's our issue as well. I can't say that. Um, whereas a lot of people, no, are... I, I don't subscribe to that because I'm gonna tell you what Tony <laughs> Morrison told me long, long time ago. What the issue of race is white people's issue. It's not our issue. It's nothing we can do about the how they feel about us. They got to decide for themselves that they're tired of being racist because we have tried. We scream, we fight, we we activate, we do everything we can to not only protect ourselves, but to make the world better for our children, for our grandchildren, for the world. Right. Because once you once we realize how we treat black and brown people across Mm -hmm. the world is wrong, Mm -hmm. it'll be a better place for everybody to trickle down will happen. But the people who have been terrorizing this country, Mm -hmm. Caucasian people people who come from that descendant not saying everybody's bad so please don't be up in my comments talking about that but at the end of the day racism is an issue until we address that right until they mm-hmm. address that within themselves it's nothing we can do so no it's not our problem it's something we have to deal with uh i agree and i partially disagree and the reason why i partially disagree is because we've We've kind of set back. We've kind of set back and it's not our issue, but we've allowed it. We've allowed it to for them to be that blunt. We've what allowed it to go. What are we supposed but, to do? What are we gonna but do? That's the thing. If we if we step on the line, we try to check them, guess who's gonna get checked up? Us. And that's the problem. That that's where I feel like we step we have to step in and do something about that where I can tell you, no, you can't say that to me or, you know, be in a position where if I'm, if the two of us are arguing, I don't fear going to jail. 
because I'm fussing with the white woman or I, I get what you're saying. You're yeah, saying, well, you know, standing up, standing up, standing up for yourself no matter what. And also like doing what's right, regardless of the consequences. I do think that we've moved a little bit away from that in our generation. Um, yeah, our in generation some ways, playing, <laughs> yeah, in some ways that our grandparents, you know, our grandparents were really get the hoes and stuff on them. Not saying because we saw this summer that we do have a lot in us that we're ready to fight this fight. But what what I'm basically saying is it's no more that we can do because yeah. at the core of it, it's not an issue that we have to that we're trying. We can't change it, change it. Mm-mm. Right. We can, You can never change how another person feels about you. So when you think about the core of racism, you can't change a racist from being racist. They have to decide they try to be racist on their own. Yeah, acknowledge the fact that you're a racist like we're never gonna get anywhere like it's okay like you can acknowledge it you can you can admit that i'm a Mm -hmm. racist and we can move past that but until you until you acknowledge it it's gonna always be like you just hiding behind (laughs) you hiding behind racism but like you know you're a racist it's okay like if you admit it we can move past it and i can be like okay you racist but i i know that and we and we know that together so we can find a common ground somewhere but I mean that's that's the story of America. America mm-hmm. is not we're not racist. No, racism. Hmm? Oh, okay. What's that? Oh, <laughs> what? To be quite honest, like in all shades and somewhere, we're all in somewhat prejudice. But prejudice is not the same as racism. You know okay. what I'm saying? I'll say this then. In some way, a shape or form, all of us in, in some way are racist. Okay, explain this to me. <laughs> okay. If hmm, how can I put this? And then maybe it's just me. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just me. When you call some, well, I can't say it's just me because I don't care about this, but I've heard like people say this. If you call a call center, and now I and I work for a call center, so I can say all car centers are not overseas. Some people are actually here working that don't speak great English. Okay. Have you ever called any place for assistance, customer service, and you couldn't understand and you were like, can I have somebody English? Okay, so that's privilege. So racism would be negatively having the power to negatively affect somebody's life, right? So we all can be prejudiced. We all mm-hmm. can affect discrimination. When we're talking about racism, that's a system, right? That's an ingrained system. So I, I, I feel like a lot of people, especially when we think about black people and they have like the, the reverse racism, it's not a thing. It's, it's I don't know. I don't believe in that, no. It's not a I thing, right? Either. So when it comes to how we look at other communities, whether it be other minorities or whatever the case may be, we can very well, yes, we can be prejudiced. We can discriminate all we want to, but here in America, we can't be racist because we at the bottom of the food chain. It's just, that's just how it is. And I, I don't mean that to say like a, a cover up, like we don't ever do anything wrong, that we do everything perfect. That's not what I'm saying, but understanding that, power is the mm-hmm. secret ingredient in racism it'll, it'll uh, eliminate a lot of these other definitions that we try to place on it so how do y'all feel about this new presidency I see a lot of mixed reviews with it 
Um, I'm excited about the change. Not saying that I'm putting all my bets on him, bets on her. I'm just excited that we have a black VP. Mm-hmm. And a woman. It's a woman. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited that Uncle Joe is in the chair. No, <laughs> Listen, Uncle Joe been trying to get there for a long time. I'm excited for him. The oldest Not president but, ever elected. But mm-hmm. I, I'm just taking it one day at a time. I can't, I can't bet, bet it all on them because I, I just don't know. You never yeah. know. Also, it's a lot of cleanup you got to do. Yeah. It's a lot of cleanup. Too, but clean I'm just up. like, <clears throat> but you know how people try to make, you know, you put people on the pedestal and you're like, oh, he's going to do such, mm-hmm. this, 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 and this. Oh, and yeah. Like, no, 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 no. We don't know that for sure. You know? Right. So, like, I'm, 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 I'm excited about the change. I'm, you know, it, it was a shift of energy. Um, and I'm excited, but at the same time, like, I'm still cautious. Right. When he got elected, it literally, <laughs> and not, yeah, when he did, uh, got inaugurated, I didn't mean to it. When he actually got sworn into office, um, mm-hmm. it was just like, I didn't expect to feel, yes, I didn't expect to feel the way I felt. So it was just like a weight kind of just like felt like it lifted off my shoulders and I didn't realize it I didn't realize how tense I had been and granted it sounds silly you know what I'm saying and it it sounds dramatic but it's literally like oh wow like we got somebody else in charge of this country that is actually of sound mind (laughs) that actually cares about my life because sometimes you know we don't know from one day to the next what we're walking Mm -hmm. into when we were dealing with 45 you know what I'm saying? You don't know yeah. what, what tweets you were waking up to that was going to attack you as a person. Or how he was going to feel. Or how he was going to feel. <laughs> I mean, we were really used to being personally attacked. Not not yep. saying, you know, like on a hey, Shakira level, but on a, a level where it's just like... Basically, disregarding. Though, like, I felt like he was talking to me. Yeah, disregarding <laughs> person, your like, livelihood, disrespecting oh, okay. people who were put in place to protect you, like, yeah. not not responding to COVID the way he was supposed to. Not responding not the way he was supposed job, to. Not even just job. that. It scared me with the tone he had with other countries. Mm-hmm. And right, then like you realized that we were losing because of him that we need. Right. And it's like, it felt like a relief, like pressure off my shoulders. Like I can kind of relax. Like it's back to normal. Yeah. Like I don't ever put any president on any pedestal because you never know what someone's going to do. So they get into this. Yeah. But it felt like, okay, somebody's in place. That's not because for one, he didn't know how to do the job. Mm-hmm. so when someone that doesn't know how to do the job tries to change the whole job because they don't like the way it is and they don't realize or because they don't know what they're doing so they try yeah, to make these things were put in place and they racist to keep our yeah to keep us safe for a reason and it's like uh <laughs> like yeah it was so, just a mess and i actually i teared up when uh let me when VP Harris <laughs> got elected, I mean, got a um, sworn in. Damn, got Ooh, sworn is in. It Kamala. Look, Kamala. that's why I said VP Harris because I was like, I don't want to. It's, Kam- it's, it's Kamala. Kamala. Kamala Harris. Mm-hmm. Um, when she got sworn in, and I didn't expect that either because I was just like, you know, I haven't been, you know, 
follow because I already knew who I was going to vote for, you know, when we got the tickets. But I didn't expect to have that reaction. But just to see a woman of color of any color up there, Mm -hmm. it was just like, oh, my gosh. And what makes me so annoyed more than anything is people getting up on a high horse and they on on their statuses. And on their tweets, talk about well, they ain't did nothing yet, and I ain't doing this. And y'all, why y'all so excited? Y'all just sheep. And I'm just like, can you shut up? <laughs> can you let the country have this moment? Can you let women have this moment? Can you let people of color have this moment? And it's like, they be like, well, they ain't did nothing yet. I'm like, and this is the problem we do every time. Every time there's a woman, every time there's a woman in a position of power, every time there's a person of color in a position of power, you think they got to constantly prove themselves to you. And it's automatic. automatic. Like, oh, they ain't did nothing yet. Well, dang. I'm pretty sure that you can recognize that they have already done something amazing just by going after the seat just by being a representation for other people to follow in their footsteps. But you are so blinded by wanting to be so different, wanting to be so intellectually superior to the people around you that you don't even want to take part in this moment. That's something historical. They always have to go against the grain. They always have to have something to talk about or want to be so different. They have to be woke. And you sleep. Because ain't nobody saying that she's about to be the best VP ever. Ain't nobody saying that that President uh, Biden is about to be the best president ever. What we do know is that they really ain't got no big shoes to fill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we do, do know, know that. He, he's, not, he's not like him. We do know that yeah. part. We like, do know that the country is safer. That the troops that y'all always talking about, y'all want to support and y'all want to be there for, that their lives is, are safer. Mm-hmm. we do know that we do know that these people are going to be working to get you a stimulus and in, in, in the COVID response taken care of we know that so I want y'all to relax on all this critiquing because y'all don't critique these white men the same way First y'all do all, don't even women and people yourself. of color you don't right. even critique yourself so hello relax go sit relax. down and I hate that it's like we're excited about about something that where we've never been. A, a black woman has been a first lady, mm. but she's never been Forever the vice first president. Lady. You know, she's never, Me, like, the lady. roles have literally changed. Like we have a VP husband, like a, you know, a second husband. Mm-hmm. That's what they call them. And to have a woman in power where the man is like second, and not to say like it, it, I don't know. It's like a feeling that I can do that. Yeah, I can do that. And it, and that's the power of representation for you to look at something and be like, you know, I might not ever want this office, but to know that it's a possibility. If I mm-hmm. ever wanted to do something like this, that it's a way for me to get there. That it's already been paid for me. That yep. it's already it's already a thing that I don't have to be the first. I don't have to break the glass ceiling because somebody already broke it for me. For her to get to that level, appreciate that. Yes, it's like an you can you can have I'm whatever. Like, it's, not gonna, it's, it's a door that's it's not going to hurt you much. It's not going to hurt you to celebrate. Like God, and you don't have to celebrate. That's your right, but don't I, right. don't, but don't me for, for celebrating. celebrating and, that, and that's and that's and that's my point. It's like you 
can feel however you want to feel mm-hmm. about the choices or whatever. But when I start getting irritated is when I see people telling others that they shouldn't be excited. Right, Who are yeah. you to say that this moment isn't mine? Just because you don't want to partake in it, this moment mm-hmm. is for all of us. If you choose to to not partake, that's you. But don't sit here and rain on my parade. Right. Take that gray, gray cloud over it, over there and, and do what you want to do with it. But over here, me and mine are going to be enjoying this moment. We're going to be mm-hmm. watching the progress. We're going to be also holding them accountable. But yeah. We don't need y'all reminding us about this stuff every time we want to celebrate. So that's where I'm at with it. And I want. I always go back to this. Um, whenever, whenever they do that, I always look at it like this. I'm in a joyful mo- moment. I'm happy. I am smiling. I am laughing. Do not pick or make me feel bad for being happy or smiling when that's say about when I show joy. Do not try to take away my joy. You love company. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, I always just I, I I look at it as a way for people to continue to feel like they're putting people of color and women in their place whenever they are so ready to rush and say oh don't support that because this person doesn't deserve it or you know this person ain't did enough yet you know what I'm saying I'm just like but we don't do that to other people who have had these positions and have been mediocre since the beginning of time we don't do that same thing we are so ready to rush and critique a woman and critique a, a person of color and, and to not support them, but yet you you want to go go to back and say, oh well, these other presidents aren't as bad as you try to make them out to be. What? What are you I'm talking just, about? I'm just ready for them to take audacity off the shelf because it's been on sale all oh. all 2020. It's still on the shelf in 2021. Like I'm take it off because I'm sick of these people. Mm-hmm. It's definitely on clearance. Not a clearance. <laughs> For real. <laughs> like, I, like I, it must be free. <laughs> At this point, it really must be free because the amount of, I'll call it hate, mm-hmm. that I see daily. Like, y'all stupid if y'all think they're going to do something differently than Trump. Right. And it's not like, and I'm not saying go out there and get your your uh, pink and green and all that. I'm yeah. not saying you got to be extra with it because I'm not, I'm not trying to, you know what I'm saying? Because I do still feel like, okay, y'all, it's just, I'm appreciating the moment but i'm not right. sitting here and make this person uh, an idol you know what i'm saying i'm yeah, not right. trying to put this person on a pedestal i just appreciate the fact that history is being made and that these paths are being paved for people mm-hmm. that look more like me mm-hmm. i appreciate yep. that <sighs> however when you start just you know telling people that they shouldn't be it, that's it, whatever yeah. but <laughs> you ain't gonna harp on that no more i just had to get that off my chest <laughs> But I appreciate y'all for joining me for the Let's Talk episode. We talked about a lot of random topics. <laughs> so that's going to be a, a new series here on the LBF podcast where I just talk about stuff. I feel like y'all don't ever get to see this side of K. Antoinette and other guests. But uh, any thoughts y'all have for the builders before we get out of here and plug our information? Um, 
be on the lookout for this promo code for K Antoinette's birthday week. Ooh. Hey. Yes. Um, be on the lookout for the birthday episode. So that's gonna be out next week. Um, my birthday is on the 28th. I will be hey. having my dirty 30 party on the 30th. I'll tell you what my mama said. My mama's talking about some now don't be getting too 30 uh, dirty just because you're turning 30. Oh yeah, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. Hey, made no problem. I'm like, ooh, she must not know her daughter. Well, girl, you better get dirty. Mama don't gotta know everything. Anyway, <laughs> what about you, Nick? Any any lasting thoughts for the builders? Yes, 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 yes. Um, Mondays and Wednesdays, listen to the relationship status. On Wednesdays, we do a recap of Married at First Sight. Um, this is my first time watching the show. <laughs> the fellas have like this is their thing um so i'm kind of just jumping on a bandwagon but um come watch the show with me and listen to the show hear my recaps yeah so kira introduced me to that show this summer and it's 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 something married at first sight yes mm-hmm. baby oh, i had drew, drew a blank for a minute my bad <laughs> But builders, you know, it's your host, K Antoinette, and you can always follow me on Instagram at K Antoinette underscore the blogger. You can also follow the Let's Build Futures page at Let's underscore build underscore futures and visit the website at Let's Build Futures dot com. Now, um, I will I do post now on Mondays and Fridays and creating space episodes are available almost every Friday. So go check those out. I have a great one coming to you this week. <sighs> Did I forget anything? no you know i always plug your uh your ad in here so go check her out you can go um book an appointment with spa danny at spa danny experience.com and go treat yourself yeah it's worth it (laughs) so pay attention to what's gonna happen um on the pages this week um follow my page um at spa danny underscore for promos deals all all the good stuff so that you can get um get 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 some self-care in um and y'all know february is coming up love month and i'm gonna really be doing something for the singles because i'm representing for the single people um i'm also showing couples love as well but you know we always show couples love but um (laughs) making sure that i don't i don't leave the single people out so just stay tuned for what i have for you tuned yes so y'all we're gonna get out of here thank you for joining us on the first let's talk episode and we're gonna be talking to you soon bye bye